Go radio, best of all time, didn't know Talking the game, chat with the pros Switching the lanes, clearing my throat Turning it up, start a debate It's time to go, wrestle with grace Fall in the snow, tie up the skates Never too late, it's gonna blow In the garage, counting some dough With the big man and he hosting the show We going global so fast, never slow Who is the goat of our ghosts? Wow. Radio, best of all time, that's a ratio fans we are back for another episode we are jacked up for this one i'm the big man and joining me is goat co-host nucci nucci we have been itching to get this man on the pod for a while now and yeah. it is because he's responsible for mine and yours and many of the boys and many athletes out around the world for some of the greatest times in the GOAT, one of the GOAT cities on the damn planet. Ladies and gentlemen, GOAT Radio welcomes VIP host for Tau Group in Las Vegas, Robbie Galagos, a.k.a. Tattooed Robbie. What's up, boys? How you doing? Wow, we oh, got man. him. We got we him. finally tracked him down. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. It's, okay. my Saturday. it's my Saturday, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Industry nights. Yeah. Oh, boys, first things first, the GOAT fans know the drill. We got to say what we're wearing. Okay, so I'll start. I am wearing the Charlie Conway 96 green jersey District 5 with the yellow trim. Okay? And then around my neck here. There you go. <laughs> you stole it. Wet Republic. <laughs> no, not me. Someone did, but... Yeah. Charge them 250 bucks probably for that. Add it to the bill. I'm feeling the last name's Gordick on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Nucci, what do you got wearing? Um, I had to go to my parents' place to dig this one up. It's my uh Yeah. Uh, let's see if it breaks up too much. The Las Vegas Wranglers final season jersey. Uh number 40, my my very own one. Uh yeah, it was uh, it's a special jersey for me, and uh, it's a beauty. I think I got to get it maybe framed up one day when I when I have some some more space. And I got the the Wet Republic uh, cap here, courtesy of the man himself here, Robbie. Love it when you rock all the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I got a uh, it's courtesy of my boy Nate with the uh, New Jersey Devils. Last year, Vegas had the All Star Game. So he uh, got me a jersey and had all the boys sign it. Wow. So, Beauty. All, uh, all-star roster from uh, 2021, 2022 season. Wow. Can you point out some guys on there for the GOAT fans? Can't even read them. Let's see. We got, we got them all. They're all in there. They're all in there. All, all the Atlantic and all the Metro. Okay. So Sid, Ovi. Oh, Couple goats. I'm gonna uh, donate this one to the goat Raj. Oh, so it oh, should man. be hanging behind just pretty soon here. Oh yeah, I can go right beside Messi. There you go. <laughs> All right, uh, Robbie, what'd you get up to last night? I know you were at the main event, the baddest man on the planet fight, MMA fight, John Jones and and Kane. <laughs> that was awesome. It was uh. It was pretty fun to watch. Good atmosphere, T-Mobile. I went uh, went with one of my customers, Mike, who had a suite. It was awesome. I mean, it lasted, what, 60 seconds maybe? 
90 seconds. Yeah. Before the fight, he's like, what do you think? What, what should I do? And I was like, bet every dollar you have on John Jones to win by knockout or submission as plus three fifty. So yeah. he put a nice little, uh, 50 K on it. Plus three fifty. Oh my God. Flat. Got a nice high five out of it. <laughs> I was going opposite on that one, man. Three years. I thought he would be rusty, but Holy crap. He is the G O A T. Yep. Didn't have I- to cut weight. Never lost a fight. Never lost a round. No one comes close. I know in his uh the pre uh the pre uh interview he had, he said he wasn't getting lit after the fight. You met him after uh, where was the first off, where was the post uh party? His uh post fight party was at Hawkinson, one of our venues inside the MGM. So he hosted it. Uh big DJ 4B came out. So lots of people came in, all the tables were uh firing off, and we had a, a cool little meet and greet for the top customers of the night. So my good customer, Mike, uh, got to go meet him in a, in a skybox, take a quick picture, get a little signed UFC glove, and he was pretty happy. It only cost him about 10 grand. <laughs> we can sell that glove and make it back. Well, he already made a uh, a bit of money off that fight, I guess. Yeah, he, he didn't care. Did he booze? I did not see him boozing. Wow. All right. Good for him. He was doing a lot of uh, handshakes, high fives, fist up pictures, just being a, a man of the people. So he had a lot of energy because he didn't need to I mean, use any like, during the fight. Yeah, he had like I don't think he broke a sweat. So no. like, got kicked in the nuts, but yeah. he uh he had two big stage tables next to the DJ. He had about sixty people with him in his little uh, crew entourage. So is he massive in person? He's <laughs> the biggest human you've ever seen. Oh my gosh. Wow. Like it's crazy, and he's like long too. Bigger so. than the big man. Oh yeah! Oh, wow, <laughs> big, big man looks like you compared to him. <laughs> oh, I bet. All right, uh, Tattoo Robbie, VIP host for Tau Group in Vegas, the greatest damn. We've claimed Vegas, the absolute goat city, I 100%. think on on the planet. But how did you get into this wild business of yours? Pretty crazy. I moved to Vegas after I was done with college. I went to college to be a motorcycle mechanic. Wow. Work on like dirt bikes and all that stuff. And then uh, moved to Vegas to work at a shop. And then that like really wasn't panning out. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And uh, a buddy of mine, actually my best friend, he's like, hey, I, I party all the time. I can hit up one of my friends and see if they can get you a job in like the club. I'm like, yeah doing what he's like i have no idea let's figure it out <laughs> i got hired as a promoter at hard rock uh rehab in 2008 2009 maybe and it was i mean it was the first pool party in vegas 21 and up you couldn't get in if you were two dudes and you had a five thousand dollar table unless you tip 500 bucks to like get get in line you couldn't even get in it was just full of girls it was it was a wild time in vegas there's before instagram before like you know what i mean like social media really so everyone's just like everyone's there to party no one's on their phone no one's videotaping like full-on just madness just so no fear yeah no yeah no one cared no photos how i started and uh <laughs> did that for a few years at the hard rock and then uh opened omnia what about eight years ago seven years ago and that was the the biggest baddest nightclub in the world still is and that became that was part of Hawkinson Group at the time. And then just recently, about two years ago, we got bought by Tau Group. So now we own nine uh, nightclubs and pools on the Strip, along with like uh, seven or eight restaurants on Las Vegas Boulevard. So we kind of uh, we kind of own the Strip. Damn, they, they took over and that was just recently, right? You're saying? Uh, yeah, just after COVID. When everything started getting back to normal. Is it back to normal? Like, because in Canada, it ain't. Oh, it's, yeah, we've been back to normal for a good two years now. Oh, wow. No, no, I haven't, I haven't worn a mask in two years. Yeah, it's, it's back to normal. Yeah, I was there in, in the fall there and it was normal, like Raiders game. And yeah, exactly. Everything, everything was normal. That summer I came, the summer before we had to wear masks to the, so the soccer game there remember the yeah, usa 20, mexico 20, final one beginning right yeah so um yeah here it's kind of normal but 
we don't have the crowds and everything that that uh, Vegas deals with night in night out. So true. I mean, it's wild because like uh, when everything was going down, my buddy plays in Germany, plays puck in Germany. My boy Brandon Allerson, he went back to Toronto and he had to like quarantine in a hotel for like five days and then quarantine at home for like another seven where he had to like go on zoom with the doctor and and take a test and show him his negative. I was like, no way, dude. He's like, it's insane. Yeah. Canadian government was wild. Still is, but it's crazy because the U S is like the only country now that needs a proof of vaccination to get in. Really? Yeah. Like Djokovic just got denied uh entry to the U S for, for tennis but it's weird like the one that basically didn't have a lot of the or broke cut the rules off early on is like the one that still has this weird rule but hey we're past that now fuck goodness (laughs) nucci you gotta ask um tattoo robbie you call him the director of fun or something yeah well that's kind of the nickname he's he's had for a while and how did you become not just a director of fun for the average Joe, but for now like NHL teams and athletes uh, of all sports, basically. It's pretty wild how it all, I mean, uh, at first year I was a promoter. I was like 21, 22. So you just basically work on getting people in the clubs. You don't worry about tables or any of that stuff. Then you kind of work your way up. You become like a host where now you got to sell the real estate inside the club, right? Every night, every table has a different price range. You want the best table. It's, five grand. So you got to spend five grand in, in booze and tequila and whatever you want to do. Right. Back of the room, thousand bucks. You know, it's all based on, on real estate. So, you know, doing that for a while. And then, uh, we had the Wranglers here and my dad was actually the team photographer. So he would, you know, obviously hang, talk to all the boys and they're all young, you know, pro athletes, even though they're making like 500 bucks a week before tax. Um, so he would connect them with me and I'd take care of them. I get them, you know, bottle deals here and there and hang out with them. Like I play puck too. So, you know, kind of the, uh, locker room camaraderie we had. And then, you know, I think how, how'd we meet on that, that college tournament, right? I think that was the first time. Yeah. And then you ended up signing here. Yeah. Like two years later, after I graduated. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, Finucci comes down. He gets my number from one of the was it Luke Ned? Might have been Ned, yeah. Ned Lucas Savic gets my number from him. He's like, "Yeah, oh, this guy'll take care of you." And you know, for like legit like two months, these guys are messaging me like telling me, "Oh, we're coming for a hockey tournament. It's all college players. Like some guys are drafted, like studs. It's gonna be fun. We want to do this, 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 and this." I'm like, "Yeah, I got you, got you, got you." They finally get here and they're like, "Hey, one of our guys couldn't come." Uh, past the border we need you to play and I'm like buddy I've never played organized hockey I played clearly I started skating when I was 21 they're like you'll be fine don't worry about it so I first game I come in guys are like pinching I dump it in the zone everyone dies laughing this was three on three I think yeah three on three dumps it in the zone I'm like as long as I uh, turn it over we're good like who is this guy (laughs) I'm like don't worry he'll make up for it off the ice later tonight yeah I think then after that, the games are a weird time too. Yeah, like a 10 a.m. game and like a 4 p.m. game. So we'd leave the 10 a.m. game, go booze at the pool, party bus back to the rink, gear still wet, rip it up, beat the shit out of some team, and then go back to the club. And then all the other teams started hearing about how much fun we were having. So they start tagging along. And uh, a couple of them were like some big dogs, right? Yeah, there was some sick, sick players in that tournament. I don't know how many years it went down, but – by the I mean, last night, weird. we had like the beast limo full of like twenty other, yeah, like twenty other players player. from other teams and stuff. So, is the beast still kicking? Still oh yeah, kicking. wow. Drew, shout out Drew. Drew, man, yeah. It's beast limos. It's held the cup five times now. Wow, damn. So then, yeah, then yeah, you after, were doing all that, yeah, yeah, just after meeting all the boys, and then you know eventually like meet all your boys and rachetes and all those crazy crazy dudes you know there's 14 gordics and all that so <laughs> it's kind of just like a big spider web right like you meet a group of people and then their buddies are coming so they introduce you and then they got buddies in that group and you know with the hockey worlds it really is tiny right like guys played growing up and you know eventually everyone goes their separate ways and 
become big time bankers or real estate agents or, or whatever. Right. So uh, the hockey world's small. So you start getting a, a good reputation for yourself and guys start to trust you. And that's the biggest thing is they want to have fun. They don't care about spending the money. They just don't want to feel taken advantage of. So I just make sure, you know, whether it's a, a group of four dudes spending 500 bucks or, you know, 20 NHL players spending 20 grand, I treat everyone the same. I'm not like, I'm not very biased. So uh, I just want to make sure everyone has fun. No one gets in trouble. Everything, uh, no Jared Stoles or anything, you know, every, everything stays, uh, stays good. So after doing that, you know, the Wranglers were here till about 2012, 2013. Yeah. And then, uh, then we got the big dogs. We got the Knights coming town. So after that happened, there was a reason for every single team to come to Vegas during the season. It wasn't just like summertime bachelor party pool parties. You know what I mean? So I've done, I've probably done every rookie party in, in the NHL in Vegas at some point over the last six years. Oh man. <laughs> I guess that's the new, the new hotspot. I know some guys say Vancouver was a good one. Yeah, Vancouver used to be it for a while. And then, you know, guys are doing LA, but it's just, it's different in Vegas, right? Like, Crosby, McDavid, all those guys, they can walk into a nightclub in Vegas and nobody has a clue who they are. They can't really go out in Toronto or Vancouver, or anywhere in Canada for sure. Definitely. Like New York, stuff like that. So I think the 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 bigness of the city, even though it's a small town, uh, everyone's a tourist. Mm-hmm. They're just having fun. Guys just guys just want to have fun without, you know, being on TMZ or any of that nonsense, you know. And how does it work for like getting them set up, whether they're coming through oh, a road yeah. trip and just like team event or a rookie party or yeah, any so, of that. You know, I have, I'll have a few contacts on each team to where it's either players or, um, you know, equipment staff or even coaches and stuff. And once that schedule releases in the summer, I start, you know, circling dates. I'm like, all right, you know, cause the East coast teams only come here once. Cause they only play twice on, you know, the, the Vegas yeah, home and homes. So, you know, you know, you oh, they're coming in on Tuesday. Oh, they're coming from Colorado, a game on Saturday. They they probably have a go night Sunday night. So you start putting it in their ear <clears throat> when the uh, when the schedule comes out. And then, you know, guys go to camp and they start talking about it. You know, they get the green light from the coach. Like, you got 30 millionaires that are grown, grown men, right? So They're circling that date, too, on their calendars. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so the West Coast teams are a little different. They either do it, like, beginning of the year when there's like no consequence if they, you know, shit the bed yeah. or end of the year, like right about now when they know they're not in the playoffs. Right. So you get their travel schedules and, you know, I got people everywhere so I can see that, you know, the game ends in Arizona at, at nine o'clock. It's an hour flight Saturday night. They could probably be out by midnight if they wanted to. So you tell them, Hey, if we want to go out, we can, if not if boys want to gamble and, you know, mosey around, we're all good. And, some guys start getting excited once they get on that uh, that big private jet and ready to rip once they land. Have you noticed over the last years that like the teams are giving the players those days before or after a Vegas trip, oh, or do you find them coming in and out more now? No, I think they came in and out a lot quicker the first couple of years, and then they realized like these guys are going to go out regardless. <laughs> so if we give them an extra day or or like, you know, we had a team last week that played Wednesday night and then their game wasn't until Friday. So instead of leaving Wednesday from here to another road trip, they gave them a, a Thursday practice. So they went out Wednesday night, Thursday, you know, no big deal. Sweat it out. Sweat it out, jump on the plane, go go to, you know, Arizona, Colorado, L.A., wherever they were going. Wow. Respect that. The boys, that goes a long way with uh... – mm-hmm with the fellas in the room when the, the oh, yeah. staff is, is doing that. So got to get the results too. That probably helps a lot for it's, sure. It's tough too. When they're when Vegas is as good as they are for the past, you know, six years, they, they've been contenders yeah. ever since they started. So it, it was definitely, I definitely accounted for a couple points that first, that very first season. We should have been asking you betting tips to see how hard guys went the night oh, before. <laughs> I, I almost blew it one time because I had a team come from the East Coast. They were amped up. They're like, full team go. We're coming in Thursday night, game Saturday, go night Thursday. I'm like, cool. They go, they rip it up, like rip it up. First year, first year in Vegas. And this is like first month of the season. So I'm telling everyone, I'm like, yo, these guys are going to be hung, like, <laughs> every dollar you have on Vegas on Saturday, like two o'clock game, something weird. 
So I told 200 people to bet on Vegas. Puck line didn't matter. So I, I go watch warm-ups, the visiting team buckets off during warm-ups, just flying around. I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> puck drops, first three shots, two goals. They're up 2-0. I'm like, this is going to end terribly. The booze, you know, the, the hangover kicked in, and then uh, all of a sudden they had 15 shots for the total game, lost 7-2. to two, So it was <laughs> First five minutes, they were buzzing. Up. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Robbie, we, we, we often ask our uh, pro athletes what their pregame routine is. What's your pregame party routine, including like the meal and, and everything involved? That's tough. It depends what time of the year, right? So like summer, it's brutal because you're at the pool at 10 a.m., yeah. Pool, opens at, pool opens at 11, taking care of people all day. It's 100 degrees. You get off about 4 30, 5 o'clock, go home, crush some food. You got to be back at the club by 9 30. So you either keep her going or try and have a nap. Like if it's a Thursday or Friday and you know you got two days left. So you either keep her going or, or you just blackout curtains, power nap, get up, shower, suit on, go do it again. Get off the club like four, get home five, eat a little food, power nap again, back up at nine, back to the pool at 10, four days in a row from probably March to October. Just ah. going, going, going. So do you have like, where, where do you fit up your ice time? You like to play hockey? We play, uh, yeah, we play hockey during the week. Thank goodness. Oh. So my team, uh, we've been playing on Wednesdays for like 12 years and our games i mean our games are pretty late for like normal people but luckily it's like most of us are industry so we're, we're used to being up pretty late so like our games start at like 9 45 and 10 15 i always wondered what's the what's the most an athlete or a team has spent it's got to be yeah. a nutty amount we had a they'll they'll remain nameless but we had a good rookie party this year about uh mid-december team came in and they were like listen we got we got seven rookies. We have five real rookies and two guys who haven't paid for one. So we're we're gonna give it to them. I was like, whatever you need to do. They're like dinner, club. We're gonna make them feel it. I was like, okay. So they spent like seventy grand after dinner and nightclub and all that stuff. Rookies rookies were choked. Oh yeah, my like, gosh! I mean, we're talking NHL rookies, not like NBA and. Yeah. NFL rookies. I mean, I some think. of them are still good deals. So yeah, but still, like, man. So it probably, yeah, it's probably ten grand a rookie, and guys were just ordering like three hundred dollars shots, thousand dollar bottle of wine, take two sips, get a new one. Oh, <laughs> oh that's um, awesome. Hey, well, that's that's pretty wild, man. Uh, this kind of goes into the next couple questions here. They're two parter. Uh, the best pool party story. We'll start with that since it's usually the first party of the day. Maybe a best pool party story you've had, and then um, or experience or heard of, and then same thing for uh, a nightclub um, story or experience. To narrow it down is gonna be tough. Well, we had a good one with you there, uh, Gordon. Huh? Which 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 party, man? <laughs> Is that wet? Probably the the Eagles logo on the screen. Yeah. Oh yeah, at wet. I actually have a bunch yeah. of pictures. We're gonna put up with this this YouTube uh, session. It's gonna be unreal. You guys had what 15, 15, 16 boys. Oh, probably more. Yeah, I think Maybe that's 20. how many ended up showing up though. Yeah, yeah. That was a good I, one. That that was a fun one because everyone was hundred percent go. There was no one who was like, I don't know, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? And then you guys oh, yeah. are doing backflips in the uh, the three foot private pool. Yeah, the still, other still the other loche, the other loche. Yeah, still the craziest video I have on my phone. <laughs> the backflip into a private three foot pool without that, killing himself. That absolutely shocked the security. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then Carlo trying to uh, trying to get on the floaty, trying not to fall off for about ten minutes. Yeah, we got a guy backflipping, and I can't barely get on get onto yeah, a floaty. <laughs> Oh man. But there's just there's a lot of them, man. It's it's toned down a little than from what it used to be. It used it honestly used to be a lot crazier before like honestly Instagram and, and iPhones mm -hmm. kind of dating myself, but 
before then, like no one gave a shit what was going on. There'd just be, you know, wild shit going on. So guys are, you know, spending money, just being idiots, having fun. Can't, can't take it with you. Right. Yeah, exactly. Anything nightclub too. I remember, I think that same, that same trip, uh, you, you set us up there at Hakkasan and then you ended up, you know, heading home and you're getting texts from some of the guys working there saying, Hey, these guys have their shirts off. Yeah. We're good. We're about to kick them out. So if you want to let them know. <laughs> oh man. Honestly, some of the greatest times I'm not, I'm not just saying that. And even for Rashetti Stag, it was 10 years ago this June, actually. And he's actually planning on. Yeah. I still have a Rashetti bachelor party tank top. The farewell tour shirt. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's a little tight these days, but yeah, uh, same. still in there. And he's actually planning a 10 year couples retreat out there oh, in boy. June. I haven't booked yet, but <laughs> it should still be awesome. We'll send them the magic mic and we can go have fun. <laughs> a lot of fun there, man. So, uh, Robbie, you've been hosting, promoting, directing for over a decade, right? 10, yeah. 15 years? Uh, yeah, like 13 years now. So the key to become a GOAT criteria of longevity, what's the key to your longevity in this crazy business you're in? Like when we and Nucci go down and our boys go down for – we're three days maximum, and then we yeah. got to get the fuck out of there. How do you do it, man? Uh, I mean, it does get tiring sometimes, but then you just got to think like, you know, if you guys came into town, right, you're, you're probably looking forward to it for six, seven months, maybe longer, right? Saving your money, don't you know, planning, hitting the gym, getting the tan, looking good, right? Like <laughs> as soon as you guys leave, you're, you're, you're tired, you're out of here. There's another group of, you know, bachelor party, birthday party, whatever, coming on their way to Vegas, like ready to rip. Yeah. So I feel like I don't want to cheat them, right? Like I don't want to be like, oh, you know, you guys are set up, check in over here, have fun, see ya. I feel like, you know, when people call me, it's there's a reason, right? Like someone gave them my number or their friend knows me, you know, call Robbie, he'll take care of everything, dinners, restaurants, clubs, pools, you know, shows. He'll make, you know, limos, limo drew. He'll make sure everything goes off without a hitch. You don't have to worry about it. You just got to show up to where he says when he says it. So, you know, kind of just, you know, doing all the, uh, all the little things, setting things up, making sure everyone's good, you know, giving them the rules like, Hey, this is the dress code. Make sure you have ID, make sure you don't have drugs. Like, you know, basic stuff that kind of gets overlooked every now and then, um, but, you know, just being honest with people too, not sneaking up like, you know, oh, I got you a table. And they're like, how much is it? Like, oh, you know, we'll take, we'll get it taken care of. And then you get them to the club and then you like throw it on them. You're like, oh, it's four grand. And they're like, man, our budget's 2K. Like, what are we going to do now? It's 1130 on a Friday night. We can't just go walk to another club and, and get a good spot. So I, I'm very transparent with everyone on, on costs, locations, you know, cost, you know, they want menus, this, that, and the other. So I think just having a good rep is is how I've been able to uh, stay so long and then making all the connections I've made, you know, through whether just hockey or or anything else, just being a good dude. Absolutely. Yeah, man, you're definitely known. Like, it's crazy how many parts of the world you're probably. Yeah. Well, known, I mean, look, known, look right? at that. You, you got traded to where was it? In the UK? Oh, when I went to Fife? No. I, oh, uh, in Swindon there. Swindon. Yeah, 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 yeah. How random is that? Little town in 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 England. England. Yeah. I had some customers that lived there that played hockey, just you know, beer league dudes. My boy, uh, you know, rest in peace, Darren. He uh they would come every year for 10 days. So every year for 10 days, him and about either eight to ten people would come, just rip it up every day, every night, dinners, clubs, pools, strip clubs, the whole nine bring his crew, you know, some guys would come the next year that weren't there the year before, meet them, this, that, and the other. And I think I posted on Facebook or something. I'm like, good luck, Finucci and, and Swindon. <laughs> next game, you had like 20 fans in the stands. <laughs> Just in Santa, yeah. Santa outfits. That's right. Yeah, that was around Christmas. Yeah, that's what's crazy about, like, people coming from Europe or UK. Like, 
we can go there in three hours and get in and out but like those guys are flying 10 hours oh, they yes, go for like a week to two week. weeks yeah. and they like that's when they're like oh i'm going to vegas like oh man that's like how are you doing that i'm like oh, i'm just going for two or three days they don't get it how close it is and then because they go nuts for like are, two are weeks. they raging the entire time oh yeah oh yeah Oh geez. the Brits can rage. Brits can drink, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, it's it's crazy. They come for a week and then they get so burnt because they're so pale. Yeah, so burnt. They they haven't seen sun in months. <laughs> but then you know it's wild because then you have I'll have like LA customers who during COVID, LA was like locked down. They would take a little PJ out here, come to the Cosmo for a night just to have good meal mm-hmm. because they hadn't been to a restaurant in you know six, seven months. So obviously they got a little bit of money, but they would come check into the Cosmo. We'd go eat at STK or, or one of the spots there, go to the club, have a few drinks, fly home in the morning. It was wild. So it's it's easy to get when you're American or Canadian. And then, you know, obviously the, the Euros, they come for a while. I'm sick. Um, so I guess, I mean, you got that all-star jersey there. And then uh, most recently uh, down in Florida there, you went to the – this year's all-star game um you know you basically had a backstage pass with kind of all the names that you you've got to know over the years now and um how was that what was that experience like i know you were around quite a bit with the vegas one but this was probably uh you weren't working at this one you were there you know having fun probably kind of having fun yeah it was good it was good to see all the big boys you know um and meet some new ones that i haven't met before um it was it was kind of a weird setup because it's in Fort Lauderdale, but the rink is 45 minutes away in Sunrise. So that's kind of the reason the Florida Panthers have like the fan issues they have is because Fort Lauderdale is where everyone lives. And then Sunrise 40 minutes away. That's where the rink is. So like you don't really have people from Fort Lauderdale going to support the team, which is kind of brutal because, you know, they're a good squad. They were president's trophies last year. I think if they just had a rink downtown they would crush it. It'd be just like a, going to a heat game or something. Mm-hmm. But so all the festivities were were down by the beach, you know, down by the Ritz or the Four Seasons. Um, Spitting Chicklets guys were there. Missing Curfew guys were there. You know, all the media was there. So it was, it was good to see all the boys. And then I hung out with, a bit with my boy uh, PK, who's on the, the broadcasting side of it now. So he kind of introduced me to some ESPN people and, you know, set up some trips for the summer and, and had a good time. Well, it looks like Go Radio is going to be at the next All Star Game. It looks like, hey, eh? Nucci. Yeah, that's a path we're on, man. Yeah. Why, yeah, why not it. us? No, I love it. I like. <laughs> uh, yeah, luckily, you know, Tau Group understands that you know building these relationships and and doing that type of stuff is is what's needed. So they they uh, they sent me out there this year, and I'm sure Toronto's coming next year. And although it's going to be February and freezing, I'll, I'll probably be there as well. Who won that three on three this year? That million bucks. Oh, the uh, the uh, Metro did. Did what? Did they head out somewhere after that, or? Um, Fort Lauderdale is a little. It's kind of like a, a bar town. Yeah. So a lot of the guys left right after the game because mm-hmm. the game's you know Saturday I think it was, and the skills was Friday. So a lot more yeah. guys kind of went out after the skills because they're not really trying, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah. guys are all class. No one really wants to get hurt. You know, it's kind of. It was kind of okay to watch, but for the casual hockey fan, they probably, you know, don't appreciate the skill. So guys went out on Friday and you you kind of go to this bar and see a couple of these guys here and go to this bar, see a couple of those guys there. But yeah, they were kind of all over. And then, uh, you know, there's no like clubs or anything down there. So mm-hmm. okay. it was all like beach bars and cool cocktail spots. So it was, it was pretty chill. Awesome. Anyone that stuck out as like a beauty that you wouldn't have maybe hadn't met yet or didn't know much oh, no. about or all the beauties that i know there there are beauties as well so <laughs> nameless but yeah okay, we got after it awesome any Perfect. any any exciting plans as a vip host this summer what's happening this summer no i mean uh we have you know all our venues just you know continuing to to break records year after year in in sales and and revenue and and uh attendance so each year you kind of have like the new list of DJs that come in and, and, you know, you're excited to see some guys like Fisher's a big one that we have at Tau beach and Tau beach is in its second year. 
Um, they just did a big renovation to, you know, just after COVID took two years, it's incredible property. And then they did a big renovation at Wet Republic too. So bigger screens, better DJ booth, seating's a little better. We got more bungalows now. So just uh, the summer grind as, as we call it, just, you know, continue to uh, make people have good experiences. Gosh, we got to head there, Nucci. Yeah, I mean, we got a, an excuse, right? Nothing, nothing will ever beat. Uh, had these boys from Vancouver told their their girlfriends they were going to Whistler for bachelor party. <laughs> so they, they all leave with snowboard gear, ski gear, come to Vegas. Wow. In like March, April, probably. Party all weekends. They told, you know, told the wives the cabin had no Wi-Fi. This was 10 years ago, so it was, it was believable. Cell phones won't work, babe. We'll, we'll text you when we can. So last day of the trip, they all go to the the uh, the uh, tanning salon, put goggles on, so they all, all, all <laughs> back back to Vancouver. Wow! Wow! All that's sick. Morning. Yeah, you can't wow. do that anymore. No. Yeah. No there's no way. Can't you pull that off. You got to send me your location. Yeah. Facetime me right now. The yeah. sneaking years are over. <laughs> Wow. That's awesome. So we'll end it with that, man, with that wicked story. How about we do some goat rapid fire tattoo, Robbie? Let's do it. All right. Go rapid fire. Give us your choice. You can expand if you want, or you can say next question. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's goat. Alex Ovechkin or Sidney Crosby? I'm an Ovi guy. He's got the swag. He's got the style. He's an absolute animal on and off the ice. 100%. Mitch Mar- okay, this one, I know these guys are your boys here. So, well, well, I'll leave it up to you. Mitch Marner or Austin Matthews? I got to go with Mitch. Mitchy Marn, 16. He's my dog. Ooh, okay, all nice. Time, all time in all aspects of everything. He's wicked. Patrick Kane or Jack Eichel? That's tough because I think Eichel's got a lot of hockey in front of him. I think uh, Patty's on the on the back end of his career. Hopefully he's gonna, you know, make a little run with the Rangers here. But for now, you gotta go Kane. LeBron James or Kobe? Kobe, not even close. Mamba. Yeah. Messi or Ronaldo? I could care less. I hate soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched more than an hour of soccer in my entire existence. I'd be surprised. World Cup? You never you came tuned with me. In? I dragged oh. you to a game. That's yeah. I found the one guy that hates soccer the most in Vegas and asked him if he wanted to come. <laughs> Worst sport ever. And wear a suit. Yep. Full <laughs> suit, 100 degrees. There. Tiesto or Calvin Harris? Calvin. Calvin's got more bangers for sure. Yeah. This is a beauty of a question here. Andre the Giant or Yoko Zuna? Andre, all day. Biggest hands ever. This next one stumps a lot of people. Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair? Nature Boy. The Nature Boy. Still doing it. Woo! (laughs) Okay. UFC or boxing? What event is sicker? The energy at a UFC in Vegas on a Saturday night, nothing comes close to that. When I went to, we we had a bunch of us go to Tyson Fury and Wilder. The seventy five percent of the arena were the Brits. Yeah, chanting, that was unreal. Go to Connor McDavid, John <laughs> Jones, or even even like Patty the Batty now. Like it's yeah. bananas. Connor yeah. and his Connor and his prime like three years ago. There's there's no arena in the world that was probably louder than than one of those. T T Mobile on a Saturday. During the summer, for best sure, ticket. best ticket in the world. Dana White or Vince McMahon? Dana, he's done way more with it. Ooh, really? But he used to have to buy UFC on pay per view, and it was illegal in like fifty states. Yeah, pay per view only. They'd have like three a year, no rules. They took it from that to what it is now. Yeah, good point. Damn. Blonde or brunettes? My wife's going to hate this. I'm a child of the 90s, so 
Pamela Anderson, blondes all day. <laughs> the goat BC girl. Right, Nucci? Oh, yeah. Pam. Pam. Full time. Pamela. <laughs> all around best casino. I think the Cosmo has the best vibes. The wind's the wind's a little nicer, but it's kind of you know a little more stuck up. Uh, MGM's really fun, but it's not you know it's not up there with the Cosmo. Cosmo's got the best restaurants. You know, one of our venues, Marquee Day Club and Nightclubs, in there. Casino's always bumping. Everyone's younger, good looking, has money. Like good location, great location. Yeah, dead center of the strip. Yeah. yeah. Wet Republic or Hakkasan? nightclub nothing's better than a wet republic on the saturday in the summertime at 3 p.m oh nucci you're, you are nodding your head <laughs> i thought you had a hockey night in canada towel around your neck when we first started <laughs> i didn't know that's what it was i have that too but <laughs> um chicken wings or chicken strips at the pool chicken fingers chicken fingers here you go at wet. Hey, wet. wet. Chicken fingers at Wet Republic. How many how many chicken fingers are in the pool at the end of the damn party? <laughs> oh, none. <laughs> I won't eat some. Okay. Biggest hidden secret thing to do in Vegas. Ooh, that's tough. Hidden secret. Yeah. Or like that most people don't know about that's like it's a, a hidden gem. Or... Hidden gem. Top golf's pretty fun. Mm. Top golf, casual little Sunday. September, nice weather, watching some sport, watching, you know, some NFL football or college football on Saturday. You got the screens that are 200 yards away, but they're so big. Mm. It's crystal clear, hitting some balls, you know, getting a couple cocktails. They also have a pool too. So top top golf is is definitely a must when you're in Vegas that not a lot of people know about. Even if you don't like golf, it's it's still fun. Yeah. What is the most common booze or liquor athletes buy? It used to be Patron because it, it was always in all the, you know, all the rap songs, songs <laughs> rap songs and everything. But it's it's kind of faded away from that. I, I think Casamigos now is taking the uh, taking the throne for, for most, you know, 1942, Don Julio, Casamigos, Casa Azul. I mean, it's a little mm-hmm. pricier, but tequila. What does that go for at a, at a club with the markup? Depends if it's a holiday weekend or not. I think it's 2200 2500 <laughs> that's some people's mids for sure damn so power or ccm equipment uh, i'm not good enough to notice and i'm lucky i'm lucky i have enough uh, connections in the hockey world to where i get both so whoever sends me the newest shit is what i wear <laughs> right now right now i got bauer on the feet ccm on the on the dome and uh bauer in, in the hands so I'm all over the place. Nice. We know you're a fan of both of these teams. Who would you rather win? The New York Jets, a Super Bowl, or Vegas Golden Knights, Stanley Cup? Vegas Golden Knights. Just because what it would do for the city. Like everyone everyone here is a, a Vegas fan because they're an expansion, right? Like they didn't move from somewhere. Like the Raiders are cool. Everyone loves the Raiders, but people already had kind of like their teams, right? Like I have the Jets. You know, my mom's a 49ers fan. We live here. So, like, when they play, they, they're cheering for the other team. So, everyone in Vegas that's, you know, lives in Vegas is a Knights fan. What's more popular, the Raiders or Knights? I think it's tougher to get Raiders tickets just because there's only eight a, mm-hmm. a year, eight home games. And then Knights, there's, you know, 40, 42. So, the Knights are more popular. The Raiders are, are you know, a harder ticket to get, but there are, you know, 70,000 seats in the Raiders and there's only 19,000 in the Knights. So uh, a Wednesday or a Tuesday or a Monday a game for, you know, the Golden Knights is is bumping. Probably not anywhere else in the, in the country is uh, as busy as that because a lot, of, a lot of the locals are industry, right? So like the Friday, Saturday night games, we really can't go. So they're, they're more tourism uh, games for, you know, the visiting teams or people coming to catch a game, people that were just here catching a game. Um, so it's a lot more tourists on the weekends, a lot more locals during the week. Favorite restaurant on the strip? Right now, 
I have to go with my boys at Cosmo, the STK Steakhouse. Food's always good. Unreal. Just adding little things to the menu. DJ's always bumping. Good vibe. Uh, good looking people everywhere. Always busy. Always bumping. So that, that's probably my go-to right now. Obviously, you don't need to get detailed here. The most, the best championship party you hosted. 2019 St. Louis Blues. Ooh, nice. Not, we even got... Not even close. We'll leave it at that. Okay, wow. just wait. Where did they go? That's all I want to know. Went Wet Republic, Omnia, STK, Hakkasan, Wet Republic. <laughs> it was a wild three or four days. Damn, three, four days. I had the had the cup in the back of my truck too. That's right. That's they, awesome. They landed and they were like, uh, we need a limo for 30 people. So called Drew, called the Beast, picked them up from the private airports right after their uh their Stanley Cup parade. And it fit 30 people, but it didn't fit any luggage. So the uh the, the two guys, the keepers of the cup that travel with it, there's a team of three. They're like, we gotta put this somewhere. I'm like, Luckily that week, I used to have a piece of shit Jeep and I sold it and bought a brand new forerunner that week, like three days before. So luckily uh, I had my new car. I was like, we can put it back here. And he puts it back there. And I'm like, he's like, you want a picture? I was like, oh, hell yeah. So he took a pick, quick pick for me. Stanley Cup in the back of my uh, brand new forerunner. Drove over to the MGM, checked into the, uh, the Skylofts there and we had a good time. Amazing. Wow. This is going to create a little stir. Okay. Your favorite Las Vegas Wrangler hockey player of all time. Okay. Let, <laughs> can, can, can we go through them? You got Nucci, but the, at least the guys I know. Nucci, you got Ned Lukacevic, you got Mikey Busto, you got, uh, oh, I know uh, Nolan Joseph White, uh, Reddick, <laughs> Bryce Reddick, my boys. So I know I'm missing a few from hey, anyone else from the Van City, Nucci? London. Uh, Josh London. Josh London. Um, I think that's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. There's some before me. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot before you. Yeah. Tattooed Robbie. What do you say, man? <laughs> oh, you're killing me. I'm going with none of them. <laughs> so I don't cause any stirs. I'm going with, I got a tie, a tie for first place. Derek England and Adam Cracknell. Ings just retired uh, last season or the season before, still doing it. And then Cracks is still doing it. He's with uh, Tucson right now. He's their captain in the AHL. So wow, I mean, he's got to have it. It's had to have been like 18 years you know, playing pro hockey now. Yeah, Grizzled that KHL, China. Vets, and stuff. KHL, yeah. And he still hits me up. He was, uh, I think he was up like last year, or the year before with uh, Texas and then uh, Edmonton. He's like, hey, still your number? I'm like, hasn't changed, bro. He's like, I'm with Edmonton right now. We're coming in town. I was like, love it. So meet up, have a, have a drink and, you know, nice meal. And it's always good to catch up with the old Wranglers. Talk about the BC boy too. Days. Yeah, cracks. Wow. I have to get him on here. Yeah. Last question. Most famous person in your phone? Oh, man. Oh, that's crazy. I'd have to go. I've never texted him. I have his phone number because I was in a group chat with him, but I got to go with 99. The great one. Wow. <laughs> Possibly the goat of goats. 100%. That's unreal. Yeah. Wow. That's, a, that's going to be a sound bite right there. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, mean, I was in a group chat with him and uh, his two kids, making sure they were taken care of when they came to Vegas. And uh, I asked him when I met up, I was like, who's the other number? They're like, our dad. I'm like, okay, saving that one. Saving that one. Never <laughs> use it. Saving it. Yeah. That's Damn. awesome. Robbie, thanks so much, brother. Oh, that, was honor that, was an that was great to have you on. So a little ritual I have here. In honor of the GOAT, the VIP host GOAT of Vegas. I have some grappa here. Oh, nice. N Nucci likes this stuff, right? Straight from Italy. Yeah. Nice little toast to Tattoo Robbie. Brother, thank you so much. 
all the Appreciate memories it. you gave us. Some of the greatest with the boys ever. Still more to come. Absolutely. Exactly. We got to get down there. Uh, do something with with uh, the Go Radio. Bring some swag down. Maybe get podcast. some of the Wet Republic girls. To... Wet Republic. Yeah, exactly. Alive, maybe. There you go. Alive wow. at Wet Republic. Get the, the Wet Republic girls wearing some of the t-shirts. Content, maybe. You don't want them in t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, man. Get some bikinis made. All <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. If we can set that up, we're there. ASAP. Yeah. All right, Beautiful. brother. Again, thanks a lot, man. No problem. You're you're the you're the legend down there. And like I said, we are we are so pumped to have you on. And we hope to see you really soon, brother. All right. See you guys soon. Later. Yeah, hit them up too if you're uh heading down to Vegas. Anybody listening uh, or or dialing yeah. in? Um, Robbie Gallegos. Um, what's your uh, Instagram handle? I'm private because you know there's uh, a, lot, a lot of weirdos out there. But or uh, what's your you website or Tattoo Robbie on Instagram? Easy to find. And if yeah. if you send me a message first, I'll accept you. Perfect. And the website for my uh, group? Nothing. My okay. own website. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Awesome, brother. Gold fans. There you have it, Robbie Gallegos. You're listening to the greatest of all time podcast show, Goat Radio. We'll see you very soon with more goat history. See you, Tattoo Robbie. Hey, boys. See you, brother. Radio. Best of all time, that's a ratio. Time to tune on. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Gotta let them know. Give me your vote, whipping my shirt, thinking I'm hope. Hollywood Hogan and W.O. Give him the boot, top of the ropes, put him to sleep, give him the choke. Go radio, best of all time, didn't know. Talking the game, chat with the pros, switching the lanes, clearing my throat, turning it up, start a debate. It's time to go, wrestling with grace, ball in the snow, tie up the skates, never too late. It's gonna blow, in the garage, counting some dough. With the big man and he hosting the show. We going global so fast, never slow. Who is the goat of our ghosts? Wow. Radio, best of all time, that's a 